0: It's Dave and Jeff, it is August 24th, 2021.
1: Uh, I just want to say from the start, just so that there's no chance of confusion, I'm already sick of you. I'm sick of you. How could
0: sh- that possibly be? You I haven't seen me in six days.
1: <laughs> Every day I'm driving down here, I'm like, I'm just going to yell at him right from the start. The <laughs> for problem. what? I don't know. You know who you are? I figured out who the fuck you are. All right, today. go
0: ahead. Oh, good. You've only known me for. 25 you're years this
1: guy and when i tell him who this is who you are you're not gonna like this okay. and i'm gonna be really happy
0: go ahead let's hear it
1: lisa and hurt your feelings tonight now i'm gonna double down <laughs> oh
0: great you know who you are it doesn't Zay- hurt when you say it
1: you sack of shit <laughs> you're the guy when uh when you lose a job yeah you're that guy who calls and goes wow what are you gonna do now
0: no, I'm not. Yes, 100%, you are. 100%. Yes, you are. Dude, you've known me almost as long as You're anyone. That guy. I've never been that guy.
1: Well, you are that guy when it comes I'm the to guy this whole le- shit team.
0: That leaves the Navy <clears throat> and says, Oh well, good luck to the United States Navy. <laughs> well, I, what are you gonna do now? I can't comment on that. I have no idea. Remember Milt Lines used to say that? Oh god. His dad would always drop that on him. Well, good fucking <laughs> luck, to the United States Navy.
1: Somehow they, they've kept the, the, the ship sailing yeah. straight? No, you're that guy on social media. We know the team's done. And the thing is...
0: The Padre team? Woods 100. tells me they're in it. Oh. He goes, it's not over.
1: Shit. Let, he's trying to protect those free seats he gets. <laughs> Donor's box. That's what I kept telling him. I'm not the guy who sat up there. The yesterday yesterday okay. he wrote, I was on the group text <laughs> after uh, Rothschild gets fired. And I go... uh you know, we're, you and I are going back and forth with him and Mike, and some of it will stay behind closed doors. I'm like, oh, look at you dancing. I go, that fucking show should be called Ben and Bojangles. Because you're tapping. <laughs> oh, I go, hey, man, I get it. You and Paul live nice up there. Oh, I'm not the guy who's there. Two of us were there, and it wasn't me and Mike. I go, Dave wasn't there either. <laughs> we booked it a night in AJ's box. But we'll get to all that.
0: Yeah, this fucking guy. Hey, I have season tickets. Dude, you never sit in them. I've never once seen him. Yeah, you might have them. You never sit in them because you always have better seats given to you. Up with Bobby.
1: I like when he goes with Bo, though. I do. That's always so cool.
0: I went with him and Bo once. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, it's great. Bo dropped the let's get the fuck out of here line in the second inning. Bo, (laughs) Bo knew what the rest of us should have known. So I love that kid. He did. He called it before I called it. He called it in week one in April let get the fuck out of here. We don't need you to tell us what I think honest Padre fans know.
0: Okay. You th- do you think Padre fans are honest?
1: I think a, a, a vast
0: majority are. I really do. Do you? Yeah. Okay.
1: And I think the vast Hold majority... Hold on. Do you
0: think they're smart? What I mean by that, when yeah. they point fingers, are they pointing fingers in the right direction, in well, your opinion?
1: let me say it this way, and then we can answer it however okay. you want. I think for... Padre fans, like myself, put myself in this group, and yeah, I think of a lot. Of, think a lot of people fall in this. We had waited so long for what we saw last year. Man, it was pretty intoxicating, right? Even yeah. in a sixty-game season, yeah, hundred
0: percent. It was great,
1: so fun, and we all wanted to be out there. And you heard the players say it. You heard the management say it. The whole deal. We we bought. We weren't sure about Jace Tingler. But all of a sudden you saw the team playing for him, and he sure seemed in everything we saw to be a very likable guy. Ron Ron kind of could rub people the wrong way. Um so you saw Eric Gruppner come in and yeah. Pete Seidler and it, Guys we
0: like. Yeah, I love
1: Fowler. But it 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 sandpapered down some of the rough edges. Preller continued to be aggressive and do things that we liked, and we really, really felt like Dave, that after a long time of waiting. Last year was the start. Shit, they won a playoff series. They hadn't done that. They came back and beat the Cardinals. And then you go into the Dodgers series, and the Dodgers are great, and you don't have Clevenger, and you go, fuck, man. But you know what? At the end of the day, that was pretty exhilarating.
0: And, also, don't forget, we were coming out of a, and we weren't even coming out of it. We're still in a pandemic. At that point, true. we were all going stir crazy. We yes. would have watched the WNBA. We wanted anything with the scoreboard.
1: I, w- I would watch cricket.
0: Yeah. But, Swear to God, you're right.
1: Yeah. WNBA was like Ollie Frazier three. <laughs> um, so then you go into this year into the offseason and God damn if he doesn't get you Darvish and Blake Snell and then Joe Musgrove's coming home. Think yeah. about it. The start of the year. Yeah. No hitter thrown by Musgrove. What an insane story. And we're flying. And then slowly, piece by piece, we saw, it felt like for those of you that have seen Marvel Endgame, it felt like that. You just started watching guys dissolve and go away. Yes. And the other thing that started to go away was the optimism and the excitement. And you start to realize, if you're honest, that you look at what the Giants have, and, man, the Giants are literally at square one. Yeah. They're winning. They're getting a ton of payroll flexibility. And uh, Zahidi has rebuilt that farm system. Incredible. And continues to do it. Yeah. And the Dodgers are who the Dodgers are. And continue to be that team by not only having Bueller and Seeger and others, but then by going out and getting Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Yeah. And then you look at this team where tonight it's a bullpen game and you'll have another bullpen game on Saturday and you look at it. And you just had
0: one on Sunday. Yeah. And a day off yesterday. How the fuck does this happen?
1: And a day off on Thursday.
0: Yeah. How does this happen? No, they play Thursday.
1: Oh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. I thought they, but there's another day off coming.
0: Yeah, there is. It's Sunday, I think. It's weird. I think they have Sunday as a day off. I think that it's only a two game series with the Angels. Am I wrong on that?
1: Uh, no, I'm pretty sure they're playing Sunday against the angels, but
0: I'll look at that again. Cause I remember something weird was something I wasn't used to,
1: but it's, it's coming up. But the thing that we're looking at Dave right now okay. is, and Larry Rothschild goes, hmm. you look at, it and you go, the farm system has been cherry picked and you, uh,
0: do, do, can you say it's been cherry picked or can you say maybe they can't develop talent? Maybe they can't judge their own talent.
1: Well, they gave away anything that you could have potentially moved for a starting pitcher, and you and you got the jelly legs. The they deadline. got the jelly legs. And now, Dave, you have to look at it, if you're honest, and say, shit, man, we could be in big trouble. Yeah. And you know why I think we're in big trouble? Because we are a city that is two days too late instead of being early. And if I'm Pete Seidler... What I have to look at right now is guys from a player standpoint and from a management standpoint and say, are these guys capable of getting us to where I want to go, which is a world championship? And it starts with A.J. Preller. And I believe Pete's going to be loyal and say, A.J. Preller can get me there. And then in two years, he's going to fire A.J. Preller when nothing has happened, and now we're two years further away. Jace Tingler, to me, question, it's a little bit up in the air. I know a lot of you want Tingler out. That's fine. But I also look at it, and going back to what Dave and I just said, when you're rolling out four fucking bullpen games every two weeks, I don't know what Tingler really can do. I mean, you Tingler's fire Tingler's
0: job is to basically manage the team that is given to him, that is created by A.J. Preller. That's what but, he's doing. And but, by the way, the Angels, it is a two-game series. Oh, that's they funny. They have a Sunday off.
1: Um, I don't know, Dave. Can Jace Tingler get the most out of Manny Machado? Can he get the most out of Eric Hosmer and Will Myers? And, and you look at it and you go, well, I don't know. I mean, who, who's going to come in here? Sparky Anderson? I don't give a shit. The question is, <laughs> Anderson. right? Can A.J. Preller build a World Series team? When you put, if Pete Seidler's honest with himself and put the whole 25-man roster up, very simple to put yay or nay. Was this a move that benefited this team? And I think you're going to be looking at about a score of about, uh, I mean, I'll give some of the bullpen guys. It's probably 12 yays and 13 nays, and that's bad.
0: Okay, so for my opinion on this whole deal, AJ gets the job in the, towards the end of the 2014 season. Season's almost over. He gets hired at the end of 2014. Yep. Okay. The first move he makes is we're going to compete right away in 2015. That's when all the moves came in. The Rockstar GM. Dude, when
1: Will Middlebrooks is open, Dave, you go get oh, Will Middlebrooks. How many times have I said it? And BJ
0: Upton. <laughs> you got blowjob Upton. We're getting BJs nobody for
1: everybody. Yeah, Upton. Ah.
0: <laughs> wouldn't even go by BJ when it is here. Melvin. Melvin. Oh, fuck. So,
1: okay. Nobody says, hey, I'm going to Lucy's house to get a Melvin.
0: So, you have that situation, and then they throw that one away right away. Like, they didn't make it through a whole season. I mean, come June, you're trading Kimbrel, and everybody's gone, and you're like, what the fuck? This was was the quickest give up I've ever seen.
1: Because you skipped over, too. I mean, you had Bud here. Yeah. And then uh, Punch and Pat came
0: in. They shit the bed in Chicago when it was all over. Remember in May? Yep. And that was it. They had a shitty series in Chicago in May. Everybody's gone. And they're like, fuck it. We don't want Matt Kemp. We don't want any of these right. guys. Just let's get everybody out of here. So now the move is we're going to start to rebuild, which uh-huh. is really the move they should have done the second he got the job. Instead of going in and trying to make the move of bringing guys in that weren't good fits here and didn't fit exactly Padre baseball. And you we're all excited. Then six weeks later, we're all going, okay, we're going to rebuild. We've done this before.
1: Well, and if you remember, go back. It was, I remember very much sitting in, the Fox Sports San Diego studios doing those shows leading into the all-star game when Garve was with us and a handful of others. And we were looking at the insane amount of money that they had committed to the international market. $11 million to Adrian Morijón, $7 million to Jorge Ona. Handful of other guys were on that list. It was a crazy amount of money. First time they'd ever done it. And none of those fucking guys. Worked out. Worked
0: out. Yeah. Anderson Espinoza.
1: Anderson Espinosa came in a, a trade, trade for the Adrian. The Red Sox. Right?
0: I thought it was no. Pomerantz.
1: Oh, you're right. That's exactly it.
0: Which they traded right after the All-Star game in 2016.
1: You're right. Yep. And uh, and didn't work out. And look, man, you guys all
0: Luis didn't work out. Aswahe didn't work out.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of these guys. And now, a few guys that you look at, I mean, the most recent being, fuck, dude, you traded Trey Turner. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, uh, any Padre fan that listens to this, you know it. We don't have to go through and tell you, God damn, your baby's ugly. You get it. You're like, yeah, that's why the kid walks around every day with the goddamn Rey Mysterio mask on.
0: <laughs> okay, so the point is this. Do we have the wrong GM?
1: 100%. Okay. You and that's, have to go. That's where
0: I'm at. You have, have to look at GM. it and go,
1: it was cool. He pushed all the chips in. He went for it. But guess what? He crapped out. Yeah.
0: There's he no fucking, other GM in any sport that would have lasted this long with these results.
1: Well, and this was the year to go do it. And you could go, hey, because if you listen to 97 3, hey, I'm not down there very much. <laughs> but this team's one team out or one game out. You just need to get a little dirt on your pants. Fuck. (laughs) This, now look, as we're recording this, it's bottom of the third. They're down 1-0. Yeah. They can go on as they often do on these shows and win 17 to 3. But at this point, this is about as unmotivated a group as I've seen. And I've never seen... More fucking excuses made for a team. They were concerned about Hosmer. We didn't get a pitcher. Blah, blah, blah. What a bunch of fucking pussies. And I tell you, Dave, it just it frustrates me to no end because there are enough guys that are part of this team that know what it was when it was shitty. And
2: yeah. I'm
1: looking at fucking Myers, number one. Myers was here when it was shit. Yeah. And I know the turnover has been enough. Hosmer's
0: been to the World Series. You could have traded Myers though after the sixty games when he when he was red hot. It was the only time his stock was up was after last year. You could have got rid yeah, of him. Yeah, but then. I, I don't know what. I mean, you, we all knew what he really was.
1: No, but I I don't know. I mean, we think you could have, but you never saw actual
0: trade offers come across. I don't think they. Yeah, I don't think they offered. I think they thought this is the real Will Myers, and I think AJ knows. Hey, i this is who I traded away to get him. This is yeah. the guy I believed in. And I'm going to show you he is the guy because of what he did. For 60 games in 2020.
1: Well, and and the other problem is, and I get this, number one, uh, when you're the flagship station, you're in a business relationship. You can't just go out and say, this team sucks, right? We got to figure it out. Nobody's held accountable. And maybe that's on Tingler, too. Yeah. Listen, for me, if I'm Pete Seidler, I fucking blow Preller out. And I blow fucking Tingler out. And I hire- Do you really
0: fire Tingler? Yeah, I hire Boach. He's the winningest manager in Padre history.
1: Well, that's great.
0: What's that get you? He's the only guy, though, to have a winning record his first two years.
1: Yeah, and I watch his team play every night, Dave, and it's about the most unmotivated baseball I've seen. I got a three-time World Series champion in town ready to go. I hire Boach.
0: Don't you think right now the team is playing unmotivated? I don't disagree with you at all, by the way. Is that they're unmotivated because they're, they let the inmates run this island?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that, so that let goes get on out of Taylor.
0: The, it got out of control with the refusal to trade Hosmer because guys like Machado and other guys on the team said you can't trade the guy that was first up saying he was all in.
1: That's, that's the other
0: biggest bullshit.
1: If he's the first guy all in, he signs an eight-year contract for $4 million.
0: Yeah, there are two teams that wanted him. Again, it was the Royals and the Padres. That was it. Yeah,
1: uh, save that bullshit. Oh, you know this Haas. Yeah, man, he was the guy to step up. Bullshit. Got offered 144 million to get the fuck out of Kansas City and come here. What an edgy Haas. Horseshit glove. And I love AC, but AC's telling me every day like he's an all. No, he's not. Yeah,
0: stop doing that. Stop being so tied in with these guys because you see them every day. It's God, ridiculous.
1: Don't insult the intelligence of your audience every day.
0: They do it because everybody's scared. Yeah, yeah everybody's scared.
1: Look, you, you you better figure out real quick, as I said to Woods yesterday, this fucking barn's burning down, and you and Ben are still feeding the fucking horses.
0: Figure it out. <laughs> Here's the deal. They could have easily gone. AJ's move could have easily been this this year. He goes, look, Lamette is hurt. Yep. We're going to force him to have the surgery. Oh, right. Clevenger already had the surgery. He's gone for 2021. Tatis got hurt early. We're yeah. going to force him to have the surgery, but we're going to sign him to his big contract. And then everybody's still in, and you still have a pass for 2021. Now people are doing what you're doing, Jeff, where they're ready to say, dump this guy, dump this guy, dump this guy. Outside of Tatis and Cronenworth, nobody's happy with what the Padres have.
1: Yeah, I, I still like Machado, but there's frustration. He, he's not playing
0: them. up to his contract. Let's be honest. He's not. No. 24 home runs <laughs> has disappeared through these these losing games, and at the same time, the team meeting, it's, it's Hosmer. Where's the well, leader? And who's? And I tell you what, I give Grant credit For calling out Machado for balls that he should be running out.
1: And Machado did it two years ago. Yeah. When things fell apart for that last month when Tatis was hurt. Packed it in. He absolutely, so that's why Tingler's out. Gone. Fuck out of here. Nobody cares.
0: Bobby Dickerson, I thought you had something to say. Dude,
1: it's a business. Run it like a business. It's not a fucking country club. You owe Tingler nothing. You owe Preller nothing. I gave you a checkbook to write checks to get quality players in here, and you failed. You have failed at your job. Don't tell, Ah, oh, well, we're 10 games over five. Who gives a fuck? Unless you win this fucking thing and you get on a crazy roll and Craig Stamen, Jesus Christ, that's your $30 million guy. That goddamn noodle arm, they throw that kid out every day, every night. I'm like, God damn. Dave, when Mark Melanson says to Dennis Lynn... Yeah, that's not good. I have a lot to say about this, but I'm not going to. That is a huge red flag. That's a veteran guy.
0: Fuck. I think a lot of signs... Yeah, you're right. That's a veteran guy who's been with a lot of organizations. And then you have a young guy like Ryan Weathers who obviously showed his displeasure early in the season. Yeah. And they sent him down as a punishment because of him showing his displeasure. Yeah. But you're right. When the veterans that know this game and have been around different organizations and understand what it takes, we all knew this was what was going to happen. I'm not going to, I don't want to do the I told you so, but anyone that follows baseball knows that you can't sit there and run a full season with a bullpen like this. Because when you watch a guy coming in and throw 20 pitches, he's throwing 50 or 60 to get loose before he comes in and they're going to have him do it again tomorrow. Yeah. That's why you're seeing guys that are starting to fall apart. Guys like Tim Hill, who have been great that all of a sudden are getting lit up. Yeah. They're out of gas. It's fucking August. They've been doing this a long time.
1: Yeah. been rolling. No, I, I clear him out, dude. Boach is ready to go. And then you go, who's your GM?
0: Uh, okay, so, so you go and Sidler makes the call. He's the only guy that can make to. the call, right? It it's not to. Grubner. He says the business side. He's done yeah. a great job. Well,
1: until the other night when the point of sale crashes.
0: Dude, I don't know what happened in San Diego. I was on Harbor Island and everything went out there, too. All yeah. the electricity went out there, I too.
1: Mean, that's not Eric's fault. It went <laughs> out at Allegiant Stadium, too. Let's <laughs> just um,
0: blame Eric.
1: We blame Eric for everything. Look, It's a business. It's a results driven business. And I'm sorry. You gave Kim 28 million. You gave Profar crazy. Who never money.
0: plays. Never when plays. When's the last time anyone saw Profar?
1: Shit. <laughs> it's
0: on a milk carton.
1: God damn. We used to have Crime Stoppers in this town. What happened? Who the fuck hosted Crime Stoppers? Mac Heald? Till he was on Crime Stoppers? Um, I've heard
0: Bob Crane's name more than I've heard Profar's name over the last two weeks.
1: Dude, no shit. Look. Like, <laughs> I, I would run this team. I mean, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, comes out the other day and goes, It's amazing to me for professional ball players that they can't hit. He's a billionaire who
0: owns a team. Yeah, and they lost eight nothing today at home to the Giants.
1: And Lindor, I mean, there's a guy who's not playing up to his contract. I'll take yeah. fucking Manny's numbers over Lindor's numbers any day of the week. But but you know, big skip Schumacher, right? Oh, big skip. What a guy. Where's the fucking accountability, Skip? What are you doing all fucking day? I stayed here. You know, I keep charts. Got the index cards. Nobody gives a shit.
0: I told, I told Jace that was a strike. You should go argue that. Yeah. Go get thrown out so I could be acting manager.
1: Yeah. I'm sick of managing games in my head like you did, and and you're starting to see it, man. People are frustrated. It's expensive to go, and by the way. Ticket prices are going up again next year.
0: Yeah, they already said it.
1: So, I'm starting to look and go, what are you doing to get me back excited about next year? Well, we got Ben Fritz here. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's step one. Okay. me he said to me today, in all sincerity, <laughs> how are we feeling about Ben Fritz? I go, who? who? I knew you were going to say who. I was like, fuck, I know Fritz Quint. I know Chuck Fritch. <laughs> Who the fuck is Ben Fritz? I, it'd just be great if Ben just walks out and just one punches Pagani. <laughs> you go, God damn. But I'm telling you, all the things that we would do on this show yeah. will not happen. They will not happen. And this fucking team will be a 500 team next year, and it'll be a 500 team because we're gonna supposed to buy into the fact that Clevenger is healthy. And Gore will only spend half the year next year at Single A. Go see him at Elsinore,
0: dude. Right now he's pitching against high school kids that just graduated high school.
1: You see Joe fucking Bimala in this fucking mouth yeah. before you see Gore. No kidding. And we and we accept it. And that's the thing, right? Is that our our blessing is our curse, and the blessing is Pete Seidler is an insanely cool guy, and that's our curse because I don't think Pete. We'll look at it and go, A.J., you got to go. Just say, A.J., what happened? Yeah. Ah, shit, Pete. But the cards just didn't fall our way. Well, let's reshuffle and play again.
0: You know what they're going to do. Nothing's going to happen. They're going to blame Damien easily. He's going to be fired. Yeah, get him the fuck out of
1: here, too. <laughs> they're going to
0: blame him for what's going on. Getting no hit against a kid making his first major league start.
1: Make Rod Barajas the hitting yeah. coach. Fucking guy's done everything else for this team. Rod! Come on, get over there. So excited! Soft Glenn,
0: toss. Go sit on the bucket.
1: Yeah, Glenn Hoffman's coming back. Hey, man, listening to coach yesterday. They're like, "Hey, I don't know if you bring back Darren Ballsley." Jesus Christ, fucking team. Darren Ballsley only pitching coach. I'm not sure. I thought all other thirty teams called Darren Ballsley immediately when he became available. <laughs>
0: You do what Theo did with the Cubs. <laughs> My coach is saying bring back Phil Plantier. Do you hear that one? He did not. He did today. Dave. Phil was a fantastic hitting coach. No, he wasn't. Phil was not a good hitting coach. Where's Dave Magadan? That's he said. was a great coach. Wally Joyner was a great hitting coach. It's going through all of them. Randy? You give Spike? <laughs> he didn't throw anything to Randy. He Fucking didn't say guy. Randy should be the pitching coach. Of course. Coach.
1: No, Randy Reddy.
0: Oh no, he didn't go to Randy Reddy.
1: Fucking Randy Reddy's triple A manager at about a seven hundred winning percentage. They bring him up here to fucking help. Uh, who are some of those slap dicks they had on that team? Randy is like. They all sucked. They They're all terrible. were just shit. Who's the asshole that had been the shortstop? Randy, come on, dude. Miguel Tejada can't hit. Because <laughs> he's 80. All right, Randy. You know what? Fuck you. You're fired. Huh? That's the
0: Padre way of doing shit. <laughs> you know, Randy, Fuck you. you know what, if you're not going to work with an 80-year-old shortstop, you get the yeah. fuck out of here.
1: Fuck, a guy's got Jared in his back happened? pocket. Vinny
0: Castillo was smoking it with the Rockies. Why can't yeah. he hit with us? Yeah. Fuck is going on here? Because he's swinging a sledgehammer. He's too. Yeah. Holy fuck. Who's You're that? Right. Randy had nobody to work with.
1: Hey, Randy. <laughs> How are we feeling about Ludwig? Huh? Guy can't hit. Oh, you know what? Get the fuck out of here, Randy. Fire. fired. Go see HR. Take that fucking hat off, too. You're not wearing that. We're a fucking 30-win team. Thank God, you smug bastard.
0: Randy, why aren't we getting what we need out of Christian Orphea?
1: Yeah. Well, because he's probably a 4A player. Whoa! Oh. Oh, really? Uh, hey, 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 what am at Cooperstown, where's your plaque, Randy? Yeah, fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> Randy, we expect a lot from Paul McAnulty. How come he's not driving the ball? Yeah.
1: Well, it should be driving the truck. Hey, 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 hey. Boy, that's the kind of shit. That's why we're in fifth place. Fucking half pint. Get the fuck out of here. That guy's a good player. Heart of gold. You ever see him with the kids? No, because you're in here fucking crying in your corner cube. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. You talk that shit. Fuck out of here. Get Dave Magadan in here. We fired him last month. Shit. <laughs> Flannery doing anything? Nah, he's just playing the banjo. Playing my dog has fleas. My dog has fleas and they itch. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I'm just telling you, that window was not that big to start with, Dave. And yes. It gets smaller by the fucking minute. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of Padre fans that agree with me.
0: That goes. I hope so, because I think it's the truth. I think it's honest. I think it's the truth. And I think going into next year, you have some major question marks. When you sit there and you talk about what if Tatis' injury reoccurs and he goes through an injury, a situation where he has to have the shoulder surgery and now you lose him again for 2022. Lament, you can't depend on Lament.
1: No, he's pitching tonight uh, for the Storm.
0: And why do you think at the same time, Snell's going to be different or Darvish is going to be different?
1: Well, the only thing that I would say to those guys, the only thing and what we have to hope for, right? Yeah. You have to hope that maybe the change in voice helps all those guys. Yeah. That a new voice comes in. Boy, it's a huge hire, man. Huge hire. Much bigger than Ben Fritz. Um, you have to hope, Dave, that you go find the voice that can get the most out of these guys. And and find the magic. And, and I don't know who that guy is.
0: Right? Yeah. I don't either. I, um... I'm with you on the GM. I think you got to change things up. I think there's a major problem of what's going on in the system. Why aren't we developing draft picks? Why is it that the Padres have to keep going out and trading and buying players instead of developing players?
1: Uh, Let's go right around as we sit here looking ahead to 2022. In left field, is Tommy Pham on this team?
0: Is Trent Grisham on this team? Trent Grisham will be on this team. Okay. Will Myers. Will Myers will be on this team, and I wish he wasn't on this team.
1: Um, Machado will be here, Tatis will yep. be here, Cronenworth yep. will be here, yep. uh, Will Hosmer be here.
0: Hosmer will be here. Look what they offered for them to take Hosmer. The root story is they offered $40 million and Hassel. It's a lot.
1: Jesus Christ. I
0: mean, what does that say about how much they didn't want him here?
1: NOLA here next year?
0: No. Right? No, I don't think so. How many? Okay, here's an interesting <laughs> stat on NOLA. When they traded for NOLA, by the way, I was in favor of it. Mm-hmm. Thought it would be great. He plays multiple positions, veteran, yeah. the whole deal. Noel only has 28 major league home runs. <clears throat> yeah. It is in his early 30s. You're like, holy fuck, there's no offense there.
1: No. Is, uh, uh, is Adam Frazier back?
0: That's funny. Why isn't Adam Frazier playing tonight? Biggest game of the year right now. Adam Frazier is yeah. not in the lineup.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, know. don't
0: you think Adam Frazier is wondering what the fuck?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, hey you're out of Pittsburgh. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> we saved you. Yeah, we saved you. They're fucking got an arm. Yeah, and then I look at the starters. I mean, Darvish is back. Snell is back. You got to figure Paddock's back, right? You're going to hope Clevenger
0: has something. So far, outside of Clevenger, because I don't know what Clevenger has, but outside of Clevenger, so far, you're talking about 500 pitchers.
1: Yeah, Musgrove's back. Uh, So where where do we go to find the change? What's going to change it up, right? I mean, you got to look and go, dude. You have to find the root of the evil and get rid of it. Yep. You can't tell me all of it is Larry Rothschild, Dave. I don't believe it. No, I, I thought, think he's uh, a big part of it. I thought he was a huge dipshit when he got here. We all
0: said it. You and I said it, at least, yeah, right away. Yeah, hated it. Everybody said it. And Woods, I know, can't say it because he's on the flagship station, but Woods was watching all those Yankee games. Yeah, I was of watching course. him on Twitter. He's ripping the fuck out of Rothschild. Yeah. And then he ended up coming here, and he wants to say, oh, fuck, but he can't. No. But at the same time, it, it was kind of a weird move. Like Major League Baseball, if you paid attention to the way they looked at that move, mm-hmm. they thought it was a Bush League move. To sit there, why would you wait for 30-something games remaining in the season and blame the old man for all your problems?
1: Oh, I, I, fuck it. We should have fired him a month ago.
0: They, well, they should have fired him a long time ago. They should have yeah. never been hired. But, but it, it, is a, it is a weird deal that of everything, he's the guy that's out.
1: Yeah, right now. I think he's the first one. But you, you have to...
0: And by the way, Damien easily as much as people are saying that you need a new hitting coach, you know the Padres have the best out of all 30 teams, have the best pitch recognition out of anybody in baseball, meaning yeah. swinging at good pitches and bad pitches.
1: Yeah, I thought the point that Tingler made the other day talking about the umpire was was pretty good, where he said it is drilled into these guys' head time and time again that not to chase pitches yeah. and when these umpires fuck up the game. They do. Yeah. Doug Eddings and others.
0: Yeah. When Machado got thrown out the other day, I understood a hundred percent what he was saying oh, yeah. is if you're a batter and you get a shitty call all of a sudden in your head, I don't know what the strike zone is.
1: Well, and it happened with Tatis. Yeah. Uh, I think the next day.
0: Yeah, it does. It, it fucks with you. Your whole at bat is ruined because of one bad call.
1: Yeah. And junior said it on the air. Oh, He's, did he? Yeah. Junior said there was a pitch outside. Yeah. And Jesse and Tony, who I really enjoy, um, Made the point, and, and Jesse's not a homer, right? He's not a Hawk Harrelson. He said, "Wow." He goes, "That's probably about three baseballs outside it's of the lot. zone."
0: A lot at any level. Yeah, Literally, league S- gets a lot.
1: Strike one. Next pitch to chases. Strike two, and Jesse said that swing is one hundred percent a result of of the first pitch. And Couldn't Junior agree said, more. "Yeah, dude, that fucks you up." It does. But you can't, even with the Eddings game, as a handful of people pointed out, I think Bryce Miller pointed out, fuck, man, there were a lot of other things that happened in that game. I get it. Yeah, We all know it, that if something gets in your head, it can rattle you and do the whole thing. But holy shit, man.
0: You, I you still don't understand guys who, again, as we're watching and you're looking at Tatis and Machado go back-to-back. Is, uh, Machado looks like he's going to give them the lead. Caught it. Oh, shit. Sorry, I jinxed it. Yeah. Um, Fucker. As uh, as as you look at Tatisa Machado, they're your two guys right now, if you're watching, meaning, you know, yeah. a, a Padre game, and you're going, here's our chance, and you, they get fucked in a bat. It's a lot yeah. different than someone else getting fucked in at a bat, than Noah. Yeah. You're going, dude, you completely took the bat out of one of our best hitters' hands. You yeah, fucked it, us.
1: Yeah, and at this point, unfortunately, and Dave, you have so many guys that are cold right now. I mean, it's just, it's... It's impacting the whole thing. So, to me, I look at it as a fan, and you go, "Is he going to be able to pull the trigger?" I mean, how fuck, man? Are you going to tell me you're going to let uh, that fan right there should be ejected
0: for not knocking the ball out of his yeah. glove?
1: Fuck out of here! <laughs> Until I'd run this team. You see that guy go. Fucking out! You just come down with the swag, chain, just hit the guy right in the face with it.
0: Oh my god! You you see you know that team that Savannah Bananas team. Have you seen that? Yeah. Where if a fan catches a foul ball, the batter's out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be pretty nice, but but I don't know, man. I, I think all of you that go out there, it's not cheap. Yeah, um, it's a great time. It, it really is. It's a great time, but it's not. Fuck, man, it's not Timex Social Club out there. No. If we're going out there. You told us, wait five fucking years for a playoff team, and this team looks anything like a playoff team right now. And so if you're going to try to sell me next year, again, with ticket prices going up, that, uh, hey, we're going to be okay because Clevenger's coming back. Bullshit. You're not.
0: Let me ask you, as a fan of this team, the way they are right now, as we do the show again, they're one game back. But as a fan of this team, does it feel like a slow death? Like yes, you see it coming.
1: Because you don't have the pitching to match up. And this month gets very, very tough. And I heard, uh, shit, man, I, I think it was Ello the other day I heard, and it was great, where he was talking about, where Dave, what's their record tonight?
0: Oh, boy. Um Tell you right now. So I was looking at some of the guys yeah. that Randy Reddy was coaching. It was insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, do they have sixty-four wins? I think they have sixty four wins coming into tonight. Hold on, I'm just gonna pull it up right now.
0: Um let's see where are they at. They are sixty eight and fifty eight. I think that's correct. I mean, gotta put the glasses on, I can't see shit. Yeah, yeah. sixty eight and fifty eight.
1: Sixty eight and fifty eight. So
0: nine and a half behind the Dodgers. Yeah. This was, remember, we went through the schedule. August was the month they were supposed to make major ground because we knew September was tough.
1: Yeah, so they have to win. Basically, they have to go like 22 and 14, 22 and 15, something like that down the stretch to get to 90 wins. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> you think this team's getting to 90 wins? The way they're playing? The, the complete lack of consistency you're getting out of the starting pitching? And, and the frustration boiling over from the bullpen, not good. But thank God, right? I mean, we got Jace and Skip Schumacher and Ben Fritz
0: and, and Wayne Kirby. And- you know what? You make a really good point. The more I think about it, because I, I was one of those guys that was saying, you don't push a guy like Jace out because he's had so much success compared to other managers over the last 53 seasons. You make a good point. For this team and the frustration when you know Melanson is holding things in and their other yep. guys holding things Stamon's in. Stamens pissed. And this is, a, and yeah, stamen's pissed. This is a veteran team for the most part outside of a young guy like, like Weathers or Cronenworth. Yeah. You make a really good point. The team might be best off by cleaning house coaching staff-wise and starting brand new in the spring. Yeah. Because th- it is so damaged right now. It is you, so bruised.
1: You have a three-time World Series champion in town, loves this team, Immediately demands respect. Yeah. And let him bring, is he bringing Flan back?
0: Dude, you bring Flan back to Coach Third, Dave? That's funny because Flannery stepped away, right? Did he yeah. step away for San Diego or step away because he's just done it too long?
1: He'd done it a long time.
0: He did it a long time. But if
1: Boch calls, he might come down.
0: He might. Let's do it again.
1: Let's go chase it, right?
0: Yeah. Bochi is worth a loan Interest level again in your Padres and season ticket holders.
1: All right, let me ask you this: Do you go out? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple of guys. Boch, I'd absolutely bring in his manager, hundred percent. And I'd tell Preller, you better fucking figure out a way. What Boch says, Boch runs his fucking lineup. I don't need you and your pencil neck geek friend Josh Stein telling him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> sit, sit the fuck down, Stein. You little fucking twerp. Sit down. Hey, buddy. I ain't going to... You, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. You're going to shut up, and I'm going to manage. Sounds good. Fuck out of here. Fucking most overrated. Fucking
0: Logan White, gone. Fuck yeah, out. there's a reason Logan White's not with the Dodgers.
1: Fuck out of here. Look at, the, look at everybody's get the fuck out, of here. out Get out of here, bitch. <laughs> Mike Tyson said on that day, melting down. You wouldn't last a minute in my world, bitch. <laughs> like, whoa, Pete, calm down. He's called Logan White bitch. Uh he's out. Boach is in. Now let me let me give you a couple of guys. Okay. Theo's out there.
0: <sighs> Theo didn't finish on a high note. I think Theo honestly. <laughs> wants to work with major league baseball or do expansions his next move you keep hearing guys that want the next major league team like whatever that is whether it's nashville or montreal or whatever you keep hearing somebody wants to start brand new all right i'm just saying maybe that's the only thing left on theo's resume i mean he's going in the hall of fame for the red sox and cubs but he's never taken a team from ground the ground level
1: yeah and he'd be an owner i do you go get do you go chase can you imagine theo and boach coming back here
0: oh it'd be fantastic For you and I, I mean, just poach alone would be, I'd be on cloud nine.
1: Yeah. But, but you have to go get somebody to go get Jason McLeod. Another guy grew up in this organization. That'd be interesting. Right? Yeah. Another guy where you go, I'm just looking at guys. I'm not like I'm sitting here going through their resumes. Jason
0: McLeod's an interesting name because McLeod, again, started with the pods, Red Sox, Cubs, and he could be the GM right now.
1: Or, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, really, that's the only job he hasn't had on his next step up the ladder.
1: Yeah. But I'm telling you, I if I'm Pete Seidler, and I just gave 28 fucking million to a second baseman that can't hit for shit, and I gave Profar money and I gave Pomeranz money, yeah, I make the move that makes the most sense, which is open up the checkbook, get Tingler out, get Preller out, get all these fucking scrubs out, and I go fucking hire those two guys because they come in and immediately demand respect because when you look at the credentials amongst them how many three? will win with Boston three yeah so he's got four
0: what did he get three or two
1: he might have how many well they won how many have they won four
0: they won four so i think you're I right think i he's think he's
1: been there for three
0: yeah you might be right well, hold so. on 2013 2018 with the last two they won was he there in 2013 i think he was gone by 2013
1: well, he wouldn't have been there. 20, 2004 and
0: 2007 are definitely him. Yeah. Then they won again in 2013 over the Cardinals and won right, in 2018 so over the let's Dodgers. let's
1: just say six between them. Okay. Go do it. Go fucking do it. And then all of a sudden, shit gets a lot different, right? Yeah. And I don't feel like you have to push the reset button. You still have guys like Abrams, and you still have Hassel, and you still have a few guys coming in. But now you have a guy that comes in um, at both levels that immediately demands respect. Guys that have ties to this organization. Guys that I believe would come here motivated. Boach is ready to go, dude.
0: But I, I, I do exactly what Theo did. Do what the White Sox did. Well, They let La Russa come in and, and do what La Russa does. But it's also what Theo did with the
1: Cubs when Joe Madden became available. Yeah. And, and Renteria was out the door. Got, got a Trailways ticket. Fuck out of here. Ronnie,
0: you're out. Rick. I was whenever, thinking of the same thing. Renteria was pushed out the same way you're talking about pushing Jace out. Even 100%. though it was a success.
1: And now all of a sudden, you know what you do? You bring in five more people to man the phones in the ticket office because people get excited. Well, we feel good about the giveaways. Nobody gives a shit. Win fucking games. Nobody gives a shit. Fuck. <laughs> so, hey, Weezer's coming. Ah, yay. Great.
0: Nobody gives a shit.
1: Nobody gives a shit. That's what I would do. But they won't because they're scared of their own fucking shadow and they buy into their own bullshit. And next year there'll be a fourth place fucking team and Tingler will get fired before the all-star break and then we'll have Skip. Yeah. Uh, It's a unique opportunity. Tough day. Chase was a friend. Boring! Boring! Right? (laughs) Fucking Dennis Lynn sitting there. Mr. Edgy. Skip, what's the first thing we have to do with this team? You know what, Dennis? Really great question. I think what we have to do is uh, put yesterday behind us. Boring!
0: Fuck! You know who Skip would be? be, I'll tell you right now. Skip would have one of those press conferences like fucking Dan Campbell had with the Lions. He
1: would
0: not. 100%. We're going to bust ass. (laughs) <laughs> and when you knock us down, we're gonna bite your kneecaps. And when you knock us down again, no. we're gonna bite the other one.
1: I I yeah, know. would and
0: then the question should be, which wouldn't be the follow up, then why weren't you doing that before? Yeah. Why weren't you doing that before? You talk about how your career went, and how you busted your ass to get where you were, but yet you let other guys on this team fucking half ass it nonstop.
1: You know why, AJ? And
0: listen, hey. We're putting Brian O'Grady in center just to make Woods happy. Yeah, so you can hug him again.
1: You know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. One of the things I'm going to try to do is be candid with the team and candid with the media. And sometimes I'm going to say things and I'm going to regret it. But the previous guy conducted all pregame meetings in a gi. He's a jujitsu guy.
0: <laughs> Spanish English dictionary. I'm doing my best I'm trying to communicate.
1: Yeah. He came in in a gi and said, Bow, sensei.
0: Am I the only one that realizes, by the way, your boy Woods is trying to break up his own marriage? Like, I
1: hope how, not. I don't like that.
0: I'm, I'm just noticing that when he mentions Schumacher, O'Grady, and Cronenworth, it looks like he's trying to pass Hannah off to anybody that will take her. I don't like it.
1: I know he likes Hillary. She's cool. But I think Hannah's Hannah's cool too.
0: I, Hannah does seem cool. I don't know what his deal is. Ah, fuck. I know. What's, what's his on Dude. Padre Pretties or whatever? Going A. Hey. Oh. What's
1: up? What's up? What's up? Oh. Thank God I had to talk to him today. I had a call down. Yeah. It's the worst fucking day. Not only is this team shit. Yeah. But today, for music fans everywhere, Dave. Yeah. Really, really bummed out to hear the news that Charlie Watts has passed away at the age of 80. Dude. You would go see the Stones. I've seen the Stones. I was telling my sons this tonight. I've seen the Stones, I think, five times. Yeah. But one of my favorite nights for the Stones, I wasn't even in the building. This has got to be, I don't know, fans would know. It
0: was a few years ago.
1: No, no, no. This is like 17 years ago. Oh, I thought
0: you were talking about when we were outside the stadium.
1: Well, that was one night with my wife. We went and hung out and, and did that. That was kind of fun. We just went and goofed around downtown, and that was pretty cool. But they came to the sports arena, and it had been one of those things where I had already seen them like three times, and it wasn't quite settled in yet where you go, you know, they're in their 70s, and it's going to start slowing down. And They played the sports arena, and... uh you know, a couple of us had talked about it, and then we're like, nah, you know, sports arena sucks for yeah. sound, so we decided not to go. And then all of a sudden, for just some... Before marriage, before kids, so it had been a while back, and for whatever reason, I just got the idea, like, you know what, let's go drive over there and see if I can get a scalper ticket. Just go in, right? Take every advantage you get. Scalpers are gone, and... I see this group of people, there's probably like 10 people that are just kind of hanging out on the steps of the arena. Dave, this fucking security guy comes out, he goes, hey, I'll tell you what I'll do. He goes, I'll push these four doors open as long as everybody just stays fucking cool and doesn't try to be, you know, basically be a dick. If you guys are just fucking cool, I'll push these four doors open. And I was like, yeah. The other people are like, yeah. This it guy, one of the guys, I didn't know who he was, but they always had that AM PM there. Yeah. This dude goes over and buys like a case of beer. Okay. And now there's 10 of us, right? There weren't any scalper tickets. There's 10 of us just hanging out, laughing. Only time we ever saw each other drinking some dude's beers well, this fucking security guard, we didn't see a minute of it. And you walk out of there and you go, fuck, that was really fun. I mean, I saw him in the rain at Qualcomm. I saw him another time at Qualcomm. I've seen him twice at Petco. I've seen him at the Rose Bowl. I've seen him a bunch of different times. But just like 10 of us drinking beers and they sounded great, the whole thing. But for me, every time I've seen them, I've always been fascinated by... I saw him the first time with Bill Wyman, who was the original bass player, and with Charlie Watts, because Ron Wood's a pretty active guy. I I didn't see him, obviously, with Brian Jones, who passed away. But then you see Keith Richards is the man, and Jagger's all over the place. But I'm not a musician, but you talk to Flugs or Steve or or guys that play guitar and have been in bands and shit, they always talk about how the bass player and the drummer keep it all together. And Bill Wyman, so mellow, would stand in one place. And Charlie Watts, so cool. It was always fun to watch him because he would catch the eye of, of Ronnie Wood or uh, or Keith Richards and wink and be laughing and just fucking tear it up. And he just saw him at the Rose Bowl. Dude, the anniversary was just within a couple of days where it was two years ago. Me, Bernie Wilson, Glenn Turgeon, some, uh, Bubba Paris. We we're all at the Rose Bowl. And yeah. fucking Charlie played his ass off that night. And you go, fuck, this guy's going to live forever. And then we had said it a couple of weeks ago. I got tickets for SoFi Stadium coming up October 17th. And when they announced Charlie wasn't touring and that Steve Jordan was going to go out, you go, fuck, man. But never in my wildest dreams did I think two weeks later you'd find out that he passed away. It really impacted so many people. And I'm so... He just gave uh, the, Steve... Uh, I just picked up Keith Richards' book, Life, that I had for a 1,000 years, and I can't figure out where it went. He tells his story that the teen, uh, they're in, uh, I think they're in Argentina. Says it's around 1984. And they're in Argentina, and he said, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are not getting along at all. Okay. But he said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go out drinking. So Keith loans Mick Jagger the jacket that Keith wore for his wedding. So he's got a jacket to go out in. So they go out, they get all fucked up. <laughs> they come back and it's like four in the morning and Mick Jagger is going to call Charlie Watts. And Keith goes, don't do it, dude, don't do it. And he said, Jagger calls Charlie Watts' room and goes, where's my drummer? And he goes, it's a short period of time later. There's a knock at the door. And he goes, it's Charlie in a beautiful suit. He goes, dude, you can smell cologne on him, the whole thing. He goes, Charlie doesn't even acknowledge me. He walks right in and fucking grabs Jagger by the jacket. and goes, don't ever fucking refer to me as my drummer. Oh, wow. And one punches Jagger. Oh, nice. Drops him. Good. So now Jagger and Keith Richards' jacket falls all over a plate of, like, smoked salmon. What year is this? 84. Okay. And Richard says that Jagger is, like, falling and is about to go right out of the window into the canal. And Keith goes, fuck, and catches him. (laughs) And Charlie goes, why the fuck did you do that? And he goes, my jacket. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, dude, Dave, I don't know, man. I don't know where you go, bands that have impacted you. We've talked numerous times about Gimme Shelter, the whole thing. And he just, Jagger's so fun to watch. And Keith Richards is just unbelievable. But any of (laughs) you that have seen him in concert... You just go. Charlie was just the man. He's the fucking man. And today, when you saw that he passed away at the age of eighty, and I said it, I was supposed to take my son Jack to the show at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Instead, I gave I I said to Jack my a guy that inspired me to get into radio is a two time cancer survivor. Jack, I got to take him. Jack was disappointed. And this fucking guy, David, five o'clock the Night of the Rose Bowl show, calls me from Long Beach. He goes, "Dude, I haven't had a car for a month. I can't get a ride up there. Use the ticket, however." And he fucked me. Wow. And Jack didn't get to go. And then in my possession, I have four tickets. Everything. my king season tickets are all on my phone. Yeah. You no longer get physical yeah, exactly. tickets for anything. But I have four tickets in my possession for the Stones concert that was supposed to happen last May at Qualcomm Stadium in a stadium that's torn down. Yeah, yeah. And my sons were supposed to see him that night. So, yeah, I mean, we'll go. Um, I don't know what happens with the tour. I I hope the tour still goes on
0: selfishly. Well, it was going to go on anyway, wasn't it? I mean, if he wasn't going.
1: They had Steve Jordan, but I don't know that they expected him to pass away.
0: What Uh, day is that? What day is August, October 17th?
1: It's a Sunday night.
0: Sunday night, okay.
1: So, uh... I hope it happens, and, and like I said, to see Jagger and Keith Richards and Ronnie Wood, uh, Daryl Jones, still pretty cool. Steve Jordan's great. But it the horn section, the backup singers are all the same. But, dude, it, it's it's never the same. Yeah. And, I, and, Dave, if, if they do another tour after this without Charlie, I'd I not only be shocked, but there'd be a part of me where you're, it's a little offensive, right? The Who always said, although the fucking Who said, John Entwistle ever passes away, we're done. Well, John Entwistle passed away in <laughs> fucking 2000, and they've done about 47 yeah. fucking tours since, even though they did a farewell tour in 81. But goddamn, man.
0: Don't you think, unless it's Mick, they're always going to tour?
1: Yeah, I think. I yeah. mean, and Charlie, like, they they had a statement from, from Charlie Watts, and he was very close friends with Steve Jordan, and he had personally signed off on that, and... Steve Jordan talked about their friendship and their respect. I mean, that's the one thing about this, the Stone, or uh, I'm sorry, the Who. If you see the Who now, Zach Starkey's playing drums. It, Keith Moon was the original. Kenny Jones was shit. Never felt like he
0: should have been in that band. Can you notice a difference? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, because you when you go and Zach Starkey, Ringo's son's playing drums uh, for the Who, that's pretty fun, right? And when you find out that... Uh, like Keith Moon or Townsend or one of those guys gave Zach Starkey his first drum set. You go, yeah, dude, that's part of the family. And then it's got Johnny Bananas playing bass over there. It's not John Entwistle, but you yeah. know, some fucking shithead. But you go, all right, I can get by with this. It's Townsend, it's Daltry. Zach Starkey's pretty exciting. But, uh, dude, the Stones without, uh, Charlie Watts, man. I, when Bill Wyman left, we thought it was going to be weird and Daryl Jones stepped right in and yeah. it was cool. Um, but fuck, man. Char- Charlie was the man. So yeah, and he died on my brother's birthday. So I told my brother thanks.
0: <laughs> just told called him for the first time in months. Just want to say thanks <laughs> no, for jinxing the band. Talk to him all the time. Jesus Christ, dude. All right, should we do this? Oh yeah, I forgot. Our friend
1: John Conniff. Can you from- open it
0: up, or do you need the scissors?
1: Oh, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck are you. Send yeah. Send that over here. So Johnny Conniff, who we love at Mad Friars. Text me. Did he text you too the other day?
0: Yeah, he's been writing me. Oh, all right. He, well, you needed my address to send this box. All
1: right. Well, let's not act like he's a big friend of yours. He just needed Actually,
0: he actually's much nicer to me privately than he is on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone's nicer to me privately than on Twitter. Except me. Yeah, except you. Oh, you weren't even involved in my conversation today. I was trying to get a ticket to the game on Thursday. Fuck you, you fucking freeloader. Why can't why do you gotta look in the way for me? What what the hell's the problem? Why can't look I wanna I wanna Why go. can't
1: you buy a ticket?
0: You work for a living. I could buy a ticket, but I was hoping
1: that, you know what? Billy or Pete would take me. Padres season ticket holders should take you in your fucking fake Dodger
0: gear. Hey, that's fine. You know what? I hope Mick dies. What do you about that? Before the 17th. I hope you fucking can't go to the Stones. I hope Lasorda dies. Okay, that's nice. He's dead. Oh, shit. Fuck. You asshole. Jesus. He hated you. Getting in my way. Now, all these guys, you're telling everyone don't take. Now, no one's taking me.
1: No. I did you thought, see? You see? I I'm, I'm going to buy a to ticket. Front row?
0: Did you see my new yes. shirt? Yes.
1: I said, fucking Charlie Watts dies, and I got to go listen to little Debbie tell me about the fucking- And I got to
0: listen to goddamn Dan Williams rip the fuck out of me like it's a roast, and then Lisa Ann liking it every time. <laughs> did
1: you sign up for the football league yet?
0: I did. did you see okay. the name of my team? No. What are you? Deshaun Watson's Massage Parlor.
1: You sick fuck. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Conniff and all those guys at Mad Friars are so awesome. I hope there's a rattlesnake in there because you're opening it. (laughs) Oh, there's (laughs) $1,000. So John said, hey, all the guys here, Kev Charity, Dave J. Mike, I just followed the new guy who's probably been writing for him for 15 years. But I didn't realize there's another guy that had written a thing about Ben Fritz. I, I thought it was just the three guys at Mad Friars. So if there's anybody else I'm missing, my apologies. Uh, John Conniff said, we got you some stuff. Okay. Open the box on the air. Yeah. Don't look at it. I literally, Dave, right? Yeah. We're yeah. honest, guys. It's been guys. sitting
0: here for two days, and it's been sealed. So I just gave Jeff scissors <sighs> to open the box.
1: Oh, all right. Something. By the way, Daniel
0: Camarena's playing for the pods. I didn't realize he was called up. Some kid just asked me that today. I said, he's not on the team, asshole. Now I got to okay, apologize. Hang on.
1: Shit, Dave. Blind as a bat. <laughs> Okay. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you want this? glasses? Yeah, send those over here. <laughs> it's over here. Okay, let me see what this says. Uh. Okay, Dave and Jeff, we always send you guys baseballs for charity. And never once have either of you ever requested anything else from us, which is 100% true. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we aren't Darren and Ben and Woods.
1: So we thought we would send you some swag. Because Jeff is a Padres fan like we are, and thus walks with God. (laughs) His have been curated for quality, style, and comfort on the Darren Smith and Steve Woods. Uh, What the fuck is that word, Dave? How the fuck can I see you? Where are my glasses? All right, for Dodgers fan (laughs) Diablo, we grabbed whatever we could find in the discount bin. In reality, we let former San Antonio Missions broadcaster Mike Sager, a bigger Dodgers fan than Honk, or a bigger Dodgers Honk than Palais, pick him out. I think Dave will like these. There are a pair of winners. I'm not sure you guys at Mad Friars will like them, but then again, when is the last time a Padres fan knew what a winner looked like? (laughs) Oh, this is Mike Sager. Jesus Christ, I can't read for a fuck. All right, sorry, Dave. I'm going to give this to you again. This is what Mike Sager sent. Quote, I think Dave will like these. They are a pair of winners. I'm not sure you guys at Mad Friars will like them, but then again, when's the last time a Padres fan knew what a winner looked like? The merchandise in the nice Chihuahuas bag is for Jeff. Beautiful. And the CVS That's true. Uh, trash bag is Dave's. Take that shit. Fuck face. I hate that shit. Seriously, we can't think of any better legacy for Jake than by doing what the charity does, help kids play ball and live out their dreams. Thank you for allowing us to play a very small part in Jake's projects. All the best to guys at Matt Fryers. Oh, dude, this is sweet. Fucking love these guys. Okay,
0: what'd you get? Oklahoma City Baseball with the Dodgers D in the middle. Good. I am okay, I got two things. I'm going to piss on that. that you will I'm not. To, I will too. I'm going to change my oil with whatever's in that you, bag. Fuck
1: you, you will. Dude, look how nice this Chihuahua's bag is. Oh, fuck. What'd you get there?
0: Does that say loons?
1: It says, ass, grass, or gas, nobody rides for free. (laughs) Now, on the back, it says, free mustache rides. (laughs) This (laughs) is sweet. Thank you, John. Okay, let's see this. Oh, fuck, Dave. We never asked these guys for anything. Holy shit, Dave. Look how sweet that is. Fort Wayne tin caps. I like it. That is fucking cool. And you got a couple of fucking... You got a jerk-off towel, which you need, because you're a fucking jerk-off. I just got a couple
0: socks. Dude, look at this shit. That's cool. You got a nice sweatshirt. El Paso Chihuahua's hoodie.
1: Dude, you fucking guys are John, that's extremely nice. John, thank you guys so much. This is fucking awesome. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Dave got a fucking fleshlight from Candy Samples. (laughs) God damn it. I hope Geekster doesn't hear that. My God. Or Katie. Ah, enough of Temple. Oh, I'm worried about her. Fuck it. Oh, he's yelling at me. I don't need that shit, Dave. I pay my taxes. John, this is so fucking cool. This tin cap shirt and this hoodie are my two favorite things. Let me see your shirts. You a yeah, nice job.
0: God damn you guys. 100% wear that. Thank you so much, John.
1: Dude, Oklahoma City baseball is fucking cool. That fucking thing should be thrown. Right. You son of a bitch. Fuck off. Fucking asshole. (laughs) Tax evader. He's throwing shit right back at my face. And dude, that's what it says. Loons. Dude, you guys are outstanding.
0: That is cool as hell.
1: Okay. That was really great.
0: My apologies. I do like minor league stuff. No joke. It's rare. It's rare that you just don't see it very often.
1: Uh, one other thing, and then we can do whatever you want. I talked to Flugs today. I'm going to
0: promote my... I got a lot of shit, but we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow because we've already gone over an hour. So okay. go ahead.
1: Here's my million-dollar idea. Okay. Should I say it tonight? Or, you know what? Let me save it for tomorrow. Then uh, Okay,
0: save it for tomorrow. Because uh,
1: Flukes, Flukes and I have a yeah. little bit of work to do.
0: Tomorrow, about. I want to go over a couple things, even though it's a little day. I want to go over the fight at Heinz Field tomorrow. I want to go over Dude. what's next for Trevor Bauer, okay? All right. And uh, some other stuff as well. But we are doing another show back-to-back tomorrow.
1: Back to back. I that Heinz Field thing was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. We'll get we'll get we'll get into, okay. that. We'll get into that one. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams, who, uh, when he's not roasting me is saving you a lot of fucking money. Dan is your guy who wants to help you get out of debt. Look, it is Tuesday right now as we do the show. That means it was a two minute Tuesday for Dan on YouTube. Check it out. See what Dan taught you today that you didn't already know. Dan again is looking to save you money, also looking to help you buy a home. It is extremely tough to buy a home. Do you see uh, the medium house for a, median house for a price for a house I said should say should be close to a million dollars in a few years. That's insane. When you look at what it used to be, when they would say it was up to three fifty or four fifty, and you're going a million dollars. That's absolutely crazy. Dan Williams is your guy. Don't forget Bar Smart Two Minute Tuesday on YouTube. Also call Dan. Get out of debt. What are you waiting for? It's extremely stressful to be in debt. You can't do it on your own. Dan Williams is an expert on helping you get out of the hole. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. We
1: should have done a show last night. We didn't get a chance because I was at that rundown shithole Pechanga Arena uh for Monday Night Raw. It is a shithole. I want to fuck, Dave. Six fifty for a bottle of water in that
0: shithole. Are you serious?
1: Dude, that place sucks. Just fucking sucks.
0: Jeff used that six dollar bottle of water to waterboard himself.
1: Dude, I could have. I you go in there and you're like, my God, look at this DNA pool that we have here. and uh i saw a lot of fucking people that needed uh dan's help because as you often do at those shows dozens and dozens of people i mean the people that spend 35 bucks for the swag chain at petco they could probably use a few minutes with dan williams as to how to better spend your money especially now but the guys walking up and down the concourse at Pachanga Arena with the belt over their shoulders. I said to my son, I go, what do you do with that? Like, Where do you go with the belt? Yeah. Like, Monday Night Raw hasn't been here in 10 years. Where do you go the rest of the time? You wear that to the VFW? <laughs> and so we walked over, because they did one thing that was really cool. WWE. Had a tour shirt, Dave, that was done in brown and gold. Okay. 100 colors. Yeah. So it said WWE Tour 2021 San Diego. Good looking shirt. So we got some of those. Cool. I right? got my son's one. We had a, Did you have a good time. We had a blast. We took good. their mom. She She went too? She had so much fun. But again, None of us at any point said, you know what? Let's go put $300 down, Dave, because I am walking out of here tonight the Intercontinental Champion. No. These dumb shits, if you're <laughs> spending $300 on the goddamn SmackDown Tag Team belt, you, you need money help. Yes. You're not budgeting right. No. You're not borrowing smart or repaying smart. You need to be better. Call Dan, 858-688-6813. He's not going to let you pay him with that belt, but he'll help you keep (laughs) from buying another one. 858-688-6813. Yeah, she didn't want to go, but my sons had said to her, let's go. And we've gone before. Do you have a
0: ticket ready for it beforehand?
1: Yeah, because they wouldn't sell me three tickets. I had to buy four because of COVID. And so, uh, yeah, you go when they're doing just the normal non-televised show, and it's all right, you know, but you got four guys named... Skip fucking going at it for the junior Albuquerque tag team championships. Well, last night, Vince McMahon's at every TV taping. So, you know, your boss is right behind the big screen and you know, you're on national TV. So guys brought their A game and it's a huge production and it's pyro and they're playing music, doing the whole thing. But I, David's very reminiscent to seeing the Globetrotters where if you went 20 years ago or you go now, the the faces change. It doesn't always keep you entertained on TV, but when you're there in person, even though the act's the same, it's so funny. And it's always the same thing. Let me tell you something. I come here to this one horse town. You shut your mouth. (laughs) And (laughs) you just start dying laughing. This guy just goes, we come into this city... My man's a tag team champion. He'd kick your ass, fat boy. Sit down. And you're like, people get paid to do this? I'm like, you, me, Pete yeah. Roma, we'd run wild doing that. <laughs> and it was so funny. So, yeah. The, and, and, you know, listen, you're watching these guys. I, I get it. They all know what's going to ultimately end. But when you're seeing them... There's this dude, Seamus, Dave. You ever seen Seamus, no. the Irish guy?
0: Dude, I haven't watched wrestling in
1: forever. Dude, he's so pale. And so, you know, they're throwing each other around. They're doing whatever. Dude, this guy, because he's so pale, there's like these huge red welts all over him. But the best thing was they right at the start, 4.30, they they start this thing. And they kind of shut all the lights down. And uh, referee comes running down, ringing out. It's kind of in the dark, but you can see him. And then here's the other guy that comes running down. It's the guy we always talk about, the guy in the green singlet. Yeah. So he's kind of crouching. My son and I are watching him, right? I go, look at this guy. So my ex goes to me, how much does this guy make? I go, well, he's probably the guy who drives the truck. So he gets an extra 250 bucks." So he, <laughs> they turn the lights on, he jumps in the ring, and then they introduce this guy, Keith Lee. And I go, to my son, who's this dude? Fuck, Dave, this guy's like 6'3", like 350 pounds. He's huge. The dude in the singlet's like six one
0: seventy eight. Came right out of Mervin's.
1: Dude, yeah, came out of Ross. And I said to my ex, I go, I'm telling you, tonight's the night the guy in the singlet pulls off the upset. She goes, oh, yeah, he thinks, so? yeah. You can just see it in his eyes. He's ready to go. Fuck, he just gets a shit beat out of him. 12 seconds, gets run out. Scoots out of there, but no, it was really fun. But my God, the, the DNA pool in that place. Wow. Was it sold out? It was weird, man. Cause you would think for a TV yeah, tape, but the whole top level was curtained off was uh
0: no way. Yeah. Was Bettencourt Courtner there.
1: Uh, I didn't see him there. I know he went to SummerSlam on Saturday at Allegiant and with his kids and I, he was texting me and said he had a great time. Um, but I didn't get a chance. I didn't see Jim okay. last night.
0: Jim had a busy day today.
1: God damn. How about that guy dropping that plane on the five?
0: Only San Diego.
1: Only. We do it all the time.
0: All the time. That's our thing. Usually it's the 15.
1: Yeah. 15 or the 67. Fucking hillbillies up there in Ramona. And going down. That's Poway Road. My to Dave. <laughs> okay, we're going to bring this thing down. Everybody hold it. Buckle it. Watch out for the horses.
0: Why don't guys land on the golf courses more than the fucking freeways?
1: Dude, no shit. <laughs> 10, what is it? 100 yards east, it's fucking swampland. Oh, fuck it. I'll just. drive Can you imagine? I drive that five every day. Were you looking at that going, this is going to fuck me? Yeah, I got lucky because I, I didn't leave tonight till after six. Yeah. So I was fine. Dude, I'm just I'm driving, right? Sam Cooke, we heaven? What the fuck is that? <laughs>
0: what, did, what did they... Hold on. How do you get that fucking plane off the freeway?
1: That, go like get a it, flatbed.
0: Okay, yeah. It's not like, hey, we're going to ramp it up again and get it out of here.
1: Yeah, you know... Let's uh, fix
0: the plane and then start it up and get the fuck off the freeway.
1: Yeah, we always got to hear, hey, no injuries. Hey, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's how I feel. Fuck that guy. He's getting something. He's getting the fucking cigarette lighter in the ribs.
0: Yeah, every, everybody should be able to take one good
1: punch at him. Yeah, you just fucked all of our days, but we're glad you're
0: fine. Yeah, <laughs> fuck
1: that guy. <laughs>
0: fuck that guy, that's right. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry, again, buying real estate in San Diego is very tough right now. Look, it is extremely, extremely expensive. Brian Curry is the guy that would help you out. If you have a situation where you can sell your home and to get the next home, it is even better. big thing is, uh, where is that next home going to come from? As you know, the market is extremely tough. This is one of those deals we talk about all the time. If you decide you're going to leave California, are you out forever? Well, what are you going to do? You're going to talk to Brian Curry. You're going to figure out what you're going to do to get the most for your home and at the same time, find your perfect home in San Diego. Brian's your guy. We trust him a lot. Again, extremely busy, but extremely good at what he does. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Yeah, Dave, so, so good to have the right guy on your side because you're seeing different things. that I've talked about before, friends that went in and bought homes and didn't do the little things necessary, and they're in over their head, and they're now probably going to be upside down in the property A.C. goes out and it's ten thousand dollars to replace an A.C. unit because they don't think they did uh, a good enough job or their agent did a good enough job checking those little things out going in. And now they're stuck with it. But, hey, they probably got a really nice cactus from their agent. So we'll (laughs) call it even. Yeah. I mean, I have two friends that that are struggling financially that that have a house that they're upside down in. They don't live in San Diego County and their AC's out, and yeah, they're like, we don't have $10,000 to fix it. You go, holy shit. Little things like that can happen, and they do happen. That's why it's so vital that you have the right guy on your side, and I can't think of anybody better than Brian Curry. And by the way, open invite for you and for Dan Williams. Uh, it's a Friday night game coming up. I'm going to be at Tory Pines on Friday night. I, yeah, I think it's around, I got to look at the date. Uh, This Friday? No, no, no. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Okay. But it's it's Poway football against uh, Torrey Pines. And Dylan Curry playing. It's like the one Friday night where I can go because it's not a conflict with Helix.
0: I was thinking of trying to make it this weekend Poway and, or this Friday, Poway and Eastlake play, I think.
1: But I think that game's in at, Poway. It's
0: at Poway, yeah. Yeah,
1: so if that had been down here. Yeah. I could have gone and got Jack and Cade, but to go get them in La Mesa after practice. Do you think
0: Brian Curry could get me a sideline pass? No,
1: he won't. He that absolutely won't.
0: But he'll call you when the golf season's going on. Don't offer me golf tickets. Anybody listening. I'm not seeing minor league hockey. You're
1: going. You and T-shirt tech. he fucking definitely give not his going. left pinky after he gave him Monster Jam tickets. Fuck it. He'll go. YouTube hacks can go with your foam fingers.
0: Oh, my gosh. Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor's the guy to help you get that brand new pool. What are you waiting for? It is getting warm again, and the warmest month of the year is coming up in just a few days. We all know September's extremely hot. Taylor May Pools, you're going to wish you would have called him sooner. Alan Taylor is standing by at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: It is just, like Dave mentioned, It there's hot in this town, and then there's different level hot. And when you come out, you're just like, man, oh, man. I don't feel like it's humidity or no. anything, but it is just that different miserable level and you can't get away from it. And I, I mentioned friends there in Texas, but for those of us that are here locally and you go, yeah, we've got this huge backyard. What are we doing with it? And and it doesn't even have to be that huge backyard. That's the cool thing about tailor-made pools is Alan and his team can work with you to find the pool that's right for your backyard, and it's going to be beautiful, and you're going to love it. The biggest problem is going to be is how do you keep all the ladies from scratching at the door like lost kitties looking for food? Hey, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> but Jesus. what a great problem to have, uh, yeah. And you know what? Tonight, uh, Amy said uh, we got to limit things. Yeah, it's tough. We got we got to tighten the budget. So unfortunately, tonight it's only one. Cash-only deal. First person to call tomorrow during normal business hours. You guys always call Alan late at night when he's trying to watch Great White North. (laughs) And uh, it gets me in a lot of trouble. But call tomorrow during normal business hours. First person cash deal. Looking at you, Vera. It's the Larry Rothschild special. (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
0: Kick an old man when he's down. Fuck it. Think Larry's still wearing his brown sweatshirt?
1: What's he do with all that?
0: He's wearing it. That old man's not selling it. He's not throwing it in the trash. He's wearing it right now, watching this game. Fuck these guys still wearing this Padre shirt. Yeah, boy, they're really good, aren't they? Telling his wife, this guy needs to come out. I don't know why the hell they haven't pulled him yet. Do we have any more
1: Michelob Ultra in the fridge? Goddamn, Larry. Do you have anything? that don't feel lukewarm? <laughs> like you're understanding my situation? Larry, get a hold of yourself. Give me a beer! i Ultra. I might <laughs> get hit by lightning right now. Oh, whatever.
0: He still gets paid. That fuck. Yeah, for good. For one more month. Fantastic. Yeah. Guy got fired for ageism. I'd sue. <laughs> <laughs> What'd
1: you get fired for? You've fired plenty of times. Being a shithead.
0: I got fired for being a shithead. He got fired for ageism. Only really blame the old man.
1: Oh, God damn it. Is that bear ever coming? Is that beer ever
0: coming? Do you think he's looking at his wife going, ah, am I going to spend every summer with this lady? Fuck. Hey, while you're up. <laughs> She's not even standing. She's sitting in that chair while you're up. That's the best line ever.
1: Grab me that bag of bugles.
0: <laughs> while you're up. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, so degrading. <laughs>
1: Uh, I could give less of a
0: shit. I don't care either. I don't know that guy.
1: Fuck no. He ruined this team. God damn. I like that. He yeah. broke
0: our pitchers.
1: Yeah. I like that. Cut his foot off when he left. Come here, Larry.
0: Get the hatchet and skip. Do you buy that it was Jace that made the decision all on Fuck his own? Fuck no. Fuck no is right.
1: Jace makes as many decisions as Adam Klug. None. <laughs> Fucking none. Run the board, Jace. Play the fucking jingle. Hey, it was my decision. You know, we've talked a lot about it. No, was it wasn't. Yeah,
0: no way. hell, <laughs> dude. There's no way. Fucking none. AJ's not sitting there going, who the fuck do you think you are? We're doing that. We're doing yeah. that when I say we're doing that.
1: Yeah, month later, we're completely in the tank. <laughs> uh, you know, I... Talk to uh, the baseball executives. Well, why? If it's your decision, why are you getting 97 exactly different right. fucking opinions?
0: I think Larry's sitting at home right now. I can't believe I got fired from a guy who sits in a tanning booth fucking five hours a day.
1: Right before Anaheim when I had Disneyland tickets <laughs> for Sunday. That's real fucking classy, AJ.
0: His fucking boss who loves anything from Texas. Doesn't even own a comb.
1: Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Honey, how was your day? Well, some guy fucking Jace just told me I'm fired. They don't need me anymore. So I think you answered your own question, didn't you there, little lady? <laughs> well, we'll have a lot more time together.
0: Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Great. You want this old pack of bones on top of you? <laughs> have you seen what I look like in a t-shirt? Let alone with my shirt off. No.
1: Yeah. We just had the house painted brown. You don't think I know that? <laughs> well, you were pretty horse shit. Hey! Well, goddamn. Look who it is. Miss Gina Davis in my own kitchen. League of their own. I'll tell you what you're in a league of your own being a goddamn conniving bitch. <laughs> Leary. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those goddamn bugles? <laughs> Why does anybody talk to us? I don't even know I come down here. I have morals before I get in this garage. It's such a bad influence <laughs> dude, on me. The funny thing
0: is, dude, I've never had a bugle in my life, and I know you haven't either.
1: No, they're <laughs> just the most sad, sorry. You just see them up there, right? Like, what is that?
0: <laughs> Why you're up commit bag of bugles
1: <laughs> and make a little ball Fuck <sighs> oh, this fucking kid They'd say, hey, uh yeah, they really they're really going for it here.
0: Fucking guys
1: is ADRA. Camarosa, <laughs>
0: dude! I can't believe he's pitching right now. I've never snap at a kid. A kid today literally said to me, I "Wonder if Camarena is going to do anything?" I go, "It's not the fucking team. Shut up." Yeah, here he is pitching. I got to apologize.
1: Well, maybe you can do one of those card shows. Oh yeah, I'm in big fucking demand. What city? What yeah. city doesn't hate me? Yeah, where am I going to go? Holiday and Express in Fargo,
0: <laughs> and go there with Virgil and the big boss man. But he'll build a mound in his backyard, do pitching lessons.
1: Yeah. Hey, go hire Tom House. Maybe he'll come down here. Hey, maybe Randy Jones can say, you know, one more time. That's <laughs> oh, a fucking team. <laughs> fucking little weirdo. Jim never sleeps. Yeah. Never sleeps, never wins. There's a lot. We just been in the house brown. <laughs> God damn it. I know. Okay?
0: would didn't have a hell of a warranty. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. All right. Hey, Kyle Fluker is the guy you want to talk to for your website. Look, when we have computer issues, who we call? All of us call Kyle. Kyle's like, all right, what do you need? Over and over again. Look, he's the best. That When it comes to anything involving your computer, especially websites, this is what he does. He builds websites. He makes your businesses thrive. Don't hold back. Call Kyle Fluker, 619-500-6621. 619 500 6621.
1: All right. So I called Flukes tonight about my million dollar idea. I told him I didn't like the voicemail he left me the other day, which was, hey.
0: He did not want to hear from you. He did.
1: And I told him the idea tonight. He admitted, he goes, you know what? I like it. Good. He goes, I was expecting this stupid mini helmet ice cream sundae. Son of a
0: bitch. You better not have said that. He thought
1: it. And I go, all right. I go, well, let's circle back to it. He goes, yeah, we'll do it quick because I'm going to Hawaii in four days. You're going to Hawaii? No, he is. Of course he is. Fuck, I work for a living. I go, well, goddamn, you're killing it over there. I go, thank God, man. It's been almost two full weeks since you were on vacation. Hey, hey, family time is awesome, and I love the Fluker family. I know you do, too. Great wife, beautiful kids. Go to Hawaii, and he said. Why does it use his
0: house as like an Airbnb? The guy's never fucking there. He isn't.
1: But uh, Flukes is the man. So, we don't need a website, but he and I, uh, I told my idea tonight. He likes it. So, hopefully, um, we might have some news for you tomorrow. Day.
0: Good. Good deal. And all, right.
1: all, of, and all of us are going to be a part of it. That's the thing. Okay. All of us are going to be a part of it. That's what makes it really fun.
0: Love it. Great Love play, it. Manny.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. It just blew his shoulder up. Oh, fuck.
0: Get me out. He's walking in the wrong dugout. You aren't on the Dodgers anymore. Shit. Another dugout, asshole. Fuck. And Dodger fans heckling them.
1: Yeah, sit down, <laughs> Bergman. <laughs> hey, uh, Fluker better get back. We got a uh, fantasy football draft coming up a week from Friday.
0: We do. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? I only have three guys. It's August 24th. It's really funny, the name that you just mentioned a second ago. It happens all the time, by the way. You mention a name, and it's their birthday. Oh, that's funny. Vince McMahon.
1: No way. Yep. Same day as my brother. That's very funny. Goddamn, Dave, this is a good one. I don't know. Uh God, is Vince seventy eight? Seventy six. Seventy six. Uh I'ma say I don't think he's still a billionaire. I'm gonna say nine hundred million.
0: He is a billionaire. Is One point nine billion dollars.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah, how about that?
1: Holy shit.
0: Dave Chappelle.
1: Damn, dude, my brother's got some pretty good guys. He does. Uh, Dave Chappelle is going to be 52.
0: 48. I thought he was oh. in his 50s also. Uh,
1: 300 million.
0: $50 million, it says. Damn. Reggie Miller, last one.
1: I like Reggie Miller.
0: I don't. Reggie's really? a bad guy. Is he? Yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, There aren't too many guys in the NBA bad. He's one of the, like, literally, you could t- count in one hand the bad why? guys. Dude, he's just always an asshole. It's funny, is. I'm, I remember my sister took a summer school class at UCLA when I was in high school. Okay. And I had to go pick her up. And I'm just sitting outside waiting to pick her up, sitting on a bench. And I hear this guy around the, the bush yeah. telling everybody how great he is. And I'm like, who the fuck is this Steve guy? Woods? Yeah, I thought it was Steve Woods. And then I turn and I walk around the corner and it's Reggie Miller. Uh, and I'm like, shoot. well, I knew who Reggie Miller was or whatever. I sit down. And then I needed Reggie later on when I became a broadcaster. And I remember UCLA was in the NCAA tournament, and they asked me to go to different guys who went to famous schools. How far yeah. do you see your team going? It's like for Associated Press. Yeah. Reggie's like, who gives a fuck? I don't go there anymore. Whoa. Yeah, it just snapped at me. And I was like, you know what, dude? You're always a dick. I feel like it's you, Dave. It's not me. It
1: is. Tom Pagnozzi. Everybody else Show answered tour.
0: the question. Grant Hill answered the question.
1: As they said in... Uh... Stepbrothers, maybe he just had a very punchable face. Um, I'm going to say he's 50.
0: 56. Fuck. Uh, 25 million. I was million. told I was in high school when he was at UCLA. Um, oh, yeah. True. $80 million. Damn, dude. Wow. $80 million. All right, five random questions for you. Okay. Let's we'll see how well I do because you have my glasses. All right. Oh, here. Here we go. <laughs> Nothing like throwing glass at somebody who doesn't have glasses on.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I'm pretty sure Larry Thomas brought 10 pairs he, for me He down did. Here. We lost all them gone. all. I don't know where they are. Yeah, thanks.
0: All right, what's your least favorite nickname? All right, wait till I read them all. Okay. Hot Lava Talent. Oh. Rockstar GM. Okay. The Sheriff. Okay. Java Joe or Slam Diego.
1: Uh, hot Lava Talent.
0: Hot Lava Talent. By my- That's when it pisses you off the most yeah. right now, right? Yep. I, yeah, I tell you what, I don't disagree. The rock star GM thing kind of bothers me a little bit too. Like, why do we give him the title? One jack shit. He
1: uh, he went for it a lot, which I liked. He went for it a lot, but fuck, if he, you know, two kind of gamblers, man uh, liars and losers. Okay,
0: well, there you go. What are you
1: saying? Yeah, Manny's back out of third. Good. Tough. I like it.
0: All right, cool. All right, what's your favorite and least favorite social media app today?
1: Oh, that's cool. Um.
0: Okay, favorite is Instagram Instagram's my second right now I love Instagram
1: Because it's uh, It's all just um, It's all just cool stuff It is I like that And it's funny too When I go to look for people And all I see are like Thousand chicks Which is huge racks yeah. From, you know, the Czech Republic
0: Yeah, right, me too Who are these girls? I don't know. Why? (laughs) Dude, my whole thing's filled up by them. Yeah. Like, I hit the button today by accident in the dentist chair. Yeah. And I had everyone around me. had a female helper and a female dentist. I see. And then they're like, dude, look at this perf.
1: I see huge racks from the Czech Republic. And then the other thing that I can't get rid of, that I'm sick of, is they show before and after pictures of female MMA fighters. Oh, yeah. And the before picture, they're always really pretty. And then it's this picture where they're just gushing blood. Oh, wow. Wow, what a, competitor. I, need what to a see, competitor. I don't need to see that. Yeah, and shit. Like, you go because I'll tag my kids or Helix football or or you or, or anybody. And you go and you, like, search. Yeah. Right? Because people have different Instagram names than, than Twitter. You go search and here's, yeah, 90 goddamn... <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, like I said, Dave, they're always in the Czech Republic. Or I don't follow anybody. Be one thing, like sometimes these guys, if you look, there's guys that talk shit more to you. Yeah. And you go look at it and they follow like 25 porn stars and you're like, oh, this guy, right? Yeah. Get it? Old sticky fingers over here. I don't follow any of those guys. I do follow, I follow Lisa Ann. That's it.
0: Me too. Only one I follow.
1: Yeah, Padres pretties and Halo, uh,
0: Halo hotties. Halo
1: hotties, you're goddamn right. They're and and where do we follow um, Baseball Fight Club? Oh yeah, right. That's on Twitter. Yeah. Um, the one I hate is Facebook. Facebook. sucks. That's funny. That's
0: my least favorite one too. Facebook because, does suck right now
1: because it just it's the same stories every day. It doesn't change anything. It used to be updated kind of like your Twitter timeline yeah. or whatever. And I like it for the memories. I yeah. check the memories, and, and that's about it.
0: So I'm with you. Facebook syncs. My favorite right now is uh, you hate it, but it's TikTok.
1: I don't hate it. I just I don't have it. I don't There's have a, TikTok or Snapchat. I can't or stop anything. watching
0: it. Man, I found right fall right in that rabbit hole. There's a girl yesterday before I went to sleep. This is the last thing I saw last night. She's cutting her grass with the old push mower. Okay. Okay. And for some reason, she starts pulling backwards like she's vacuuming instead of just going oh, shit. forward. That's bad. She trips over the kid's sandbox. Okay pulls it right on top of her right foot and cuts her all her toes off.
1: I don't need to see that.
0: And I'm like, well, they don't show that. You just see her going, oh, my God, and running up the stairs of her shoe is just shredded to fuck, and you know she lost her toes.
1: Yeah, I yeah. probably have to break up, too.
0: Yeah, as as the title of the video was lactose intolerant. Lactose, get it? I don't like that. Okay, sorry. There you go. That's not good. Okay, what temperature do you keep your home and your car?
1: I like that a lot. Uh, uh My house... Is usually about seventy. Mine too. About seventy. Cars much different. Yeah. Cars should be around sixty-five.
0: Mine's sixty. I go is as it? low as it possibly goes.
1: Yeah. I uh, look. I got this Hyundai Sonata. Yeah. And I love the car, but fuck Hyundai. I'm I'm gonna say this right here. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Fuck Hyundai. They tell this bullshit about their hundred thousand mile warranty and how great their warranty is. Yeah. Fucking buyer beware. I don't give a shit. I make my payments on time. These fucking assholes, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll cover all your oil changes. Well, that's if you're available Monday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And so I, I emailed the guy. The guy's like, hey, man, you know, we want to get you taken care of for that oil change. I go, dude, I'm not taking three hours off of work to get a fucking oil change. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. And the guy goes, hey, what? what do you need done? You just got the car. Yeah, but, but Dave, holy fuck. I'm driving down here to Carlsbad, to La Mesa, the whole thing. I've never, I have not driven. I drove one time to Orange County. I drove yeah. to the Blasters concert. That's the only time I've been north of Orange County was that. Well, the Angel Game. We oh, true. It.
0: You and I went to the Angel Game.
1: True. Those two, yeah. But that's basically it. And the guy goes, hey, you know what? Uh, come on by Saturday and I'll get you in for an oil change. I go okay. I go by the guy there, dude, the the dealership in Kearney Mesa. It's it looks like Frogger. There's 90,000 fucking cars in the backlog. <laughs> so I pull up and the guy there couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't hey, what's up? And I said, "Hey, I talked to your service manager about getting an oil change." Oh, wow. Can you leave the car with me for the day? No. For the day? For an oil change. Holy fuck. Fuck, I'm telling you. Fuck Hyundai. Wow. The other thing on this car is it has emergency braking, like automatic braking. So when you're going the five and it does the lane shift, (laughs) it immediately, the car panics. And dude, you're driving 65, wink, wink, Jimmy Benton, Court, (laughs) And the fucking lane shifts. And now your car gets all nervous and starts locking up your car. Dude, fuck those. There's a way to turn off. that
0: one off. It has to be. has to be. Right? I can't figure out my, my truck. I have that camera on the back of the truck. Yeah. So if I ever back into my driveway because it's an incline, yeah. Dude, the car breaks by itself. Yeah. You it almost put your head right through the steering wheel. Yes.
1: does. That's it. Dude, I, I tell you, there's a million things I love on that car, but the fact that you can't get a fucking oil change yeah. in under eight hours during the week for their bullshit free service, fuck them. <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> what are they going to do? I make my payment. Every yeah, Go nothing, see my guy. Go see my guy, junior junior major, coolest fucking guy in San Diego. The most honest mechanic in San Diego. He's at 71st in university. All the girls get all fucking tingly. Cause Junior's a good looking kid. Most prettiest wife, prettiest kid in San Diego. He's not paying attention to you. You hussy. Just get in there and get your fucking car fixed and keep walking. <laughs> and for the guys, don't go in there and talk to him about this dopey show. He says all the time, dude, I got guys that go, hey, I heard you got mentioned on the podcast. Those two guys talking shit. At- no, we love you. <laughs> so funny. He knows you and me. He's like, those yeah, fucking guys. Those fucking guys. Junior, AA Auto Repair, 70th in Uni. Fuck Hyundai and their bullshit Oh, come on down for free oil changes. It'll only take you 17 fucking hours to get done what Junior will do for you in 15 fucking minutes.
0: That's hilarious. All right, here we go. Two more questions. All right. What has been your favorite decade?
1: Oh, I like that. I like that question a lot. Um, uh, uh, 2010 through 2020.
0: See, I would have said the same thing. Obviously, 2018 changed all that for me. Sure, of course. But I would have said the same thing. I think that's a good sign that you and I would have said the most recent one. That means things are going in the right direction.
1: Um, Yes. Obviously, 2018, we lose Jake. um, Right? It's tough. A lot of shit happened. Yeah, I think Erica passed away. My dad passed away. Yeah. Cheech. Um, We dealt with that fucking loser, Brian Long. Just a reminder, if anybody knows him, let him know he can go fuck himself. Um, But for me, I just love the fact that every time that like uh, maybe it's over it's fucking never over <laughs> it's never over um, but for me that was so good day because that was the time that my kids were basically 3 through uh through 13 yeah in that time frame and so much fun watching them develop and do all those kind of things so yeah trying to focus on a lot of the good things that happened during those times but yeah there were yeah, I mean, it It was by far the most impactful decade for me. Yeah. And a lot of good and bad.
0: All right. How many days can you stay inside the house before you go absolutely nuts?
1: Holy shit. I had a quarantine for 10. Yeah. And I was ready to fucking be Dar Robinson, stuntman to the stars, <laughs> and try to fucking fly out of my seventh floor balcony into the pool below. I can't. I hate it. Yeah, you aren't that guy ever. I fucking hate it. Now- there are times on Sundays where my kids are with me and it's really pretty lazy because all week long, man, I leave my house at 645 and tonight, right, get back at 1030, or 11, and it's pretty much like yep. that uh, Monday Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, uh, this Saturday is pretty fun. Um, as King's season ticket holders, we're getting up in the morning, going to Staples Center. My kids get to skate on the ice. Oh, cool at noon, and then at one thirty, they have a skills competition with Quentin Byfield, Alex Turcotte, Brent, uh Brant Clark, all their top prospects. So we get to be there for that, which is pretty exciting. And then we'll spend a little time in L.A., and then on the way down, we're going to Angels Padres that night. Cool. But, dude, by the time Sunday rolls around, fuck, man, I'm beat up. Yeah,
0: you will be beat up.
1: So I would say, like, on a Sunday, just kind of hanging with them and watching movies, playing video games, uh that's kind of fun, but
0: dude, any more than one and yeah, I'm done. How about you? Um, It's funny. I, I think I could do it for a long time. I don't know what that says, but I think I could stay in for a good five days. But then there are times where I get out and I just start driving around. I like being out, you know, yeah. um, you know, it, it's funny. I, I do. I like to go out as I get older. I keep saying I want to do more traveling, which I was always one of those guys that said, I don't need to see a lot of shit. But yeah, you know, you only get a chance to, to go around once. I do want to see a lot of things. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out a a time to even just get back to Tennessee. I want to get back to New York City. Yeah, I've been saying that for the longest time. I want to go back to New York. But um, yeah, you know, there are list of things. Josh and I keep trying to figure out hitting an Alabama football game one day and then the next day hitting a Titans game. Yeah, you know, trying to trying of- to trying to do a weekend in Nashville and uh, Tuscaloosa, trying to figure the whole thing out. But there's a, there's a, I'm like you, um, like yesterday was, uh, you, you could say a wasted day on a, or yesterday, two days ago on a Sunday. Yeah. But it's like, there's a shitload of stuff you got to take care of. I've been yeah. writing down, I don't know about you, there's always a list in my head of things I have to take care of, you know? Yeah. So Those the other are day good. I bought, <laughs> I bought this notebook and I did a list of things. Look at this fucking list, dude. It's like, it's there's, crazy. there's a shitload of stuff that I just got to knock out. And it yeah. was literally on this, on this list of stuff I just showed Jeff, it, it takes, would take me eight hours to knock out that list. Yeah. That's a whole fucking day,
1: it. Yeah, I get paperwork from attorneys, and I'm lucky because I love the attorneys that I have, both for the car and and the other thing, and they're great. And I've got that list of shit I got to put together and, and do those kind of things. But now you know what's nice too, Dave is, and I say it all the time. Um, you know, I was talking to Steve about it tonight, like we're just talking about radio, the whole thing, because to me. Ben and Stephen and Paul are really the only show in San Diego that I listen to, and it sounds like they're actually having fun. Yeah. And I like that a lot because he's a brother to us, and I'm, I'm thrilled for him. And I was just saying, I go, dude, you know, Ted wrote this book, and I, I was listening to him on different shit and just talking about KFMB in the 80s and 90s. And when we were a part of that, the energy that was across the hall at Star. With Jeff and Jared and yep. Jagger and, and all of the people that were there, and then what we were a part of with Ted and and uh, I was there early. Mac and Joe were still there. Stacy was still there. Berger and Prescott came through there, right? And and just so many good people. Himmel and Mike Tuck and and Ted, Hank. Uh, it was just it was a really really fun time, and and so for us, fuck even Rick Roberts, dude. Rick Roberts was a fucking could be a good dude. Not always, but he could be. Yeah. He
0: he did that one thing that crossed the line.
1: What? When he was like, we're never coming on that show?
0: No, no. That, that was funny to me. No, I don't even want to say it on there. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't even want to say it on there. It's yeah. Because it, it was disgusting. And yeah. It, and I just, anything to do with kids, I'm not in favor of.
1: Well, you just go ahead. No, I'm not going to say anything, but anything to do with murder of kids in San Diego and,
0: to promote your own career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it? Yeah, fuck it. That was he, it. That was it. The Daniel Westerfield. Thing. Yeah. And when it came out that or, uh, they thought they Danielle thought Danielle Van Dam. And they thought that they found her. And then they didn't find her and they were the attitude was thank God they didn't find her. Remember? Because it would have killed everything that they were trying to do. Bad choice of words, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, the only thing
0: that I would say Remember to Remember they that thought is, they had her alive for one day. They thought she was alive in TJ.
1: I never heard anybody directly involved. See, I I, that, I was in the newsroom when it happened. Okay. I wasn't there that I heard it. I heard it secondhand.
0: Yeah. Brian Wilson and I were there when it happened. We all looked at each other like, you fucking kidding me? Fuck.
1: Yeah. So, and can I say one other quick thing about KFMB before we get out of here? Uh, Marilyn Hyder retired the other day. Yeah, how about that? Dude, I've got to tell you, I met her, I listened to her growing up at KFMB. I got down there in March of 95 and she was one of the first people I met. LaDonna Harvey is one of these people too, Dave. Yep. And I know you'll feel the same way. Uh, I met LaDonna through um, Nicole Piner, who got me my, Nicole Pearson, got me my job at KFMB. 100% got it there. And I got to KFMB, and Hyder, who I listened to, was one of the first people I met. Trust me when I tell you, and Dave, I know you'll agree. I don't know anybody nicer in this business As talented, as sweet a person as Marilyn Hyde. She is. Just the absolute coolest and so funny and always wanted you to be great. Always wanted you to be great. It wasn't about her. And you would just watch her. I'd watch her at KFMB and just go in and crush it and go to Kogo and just crush it. But she just brought an energy to that newsroom and she retired the other day. Over 40 years. That's insane. Yeah. And she talked about the fact that she started at San Diego State with KCR with my man, Ken Kramer. And, And, dude, the man. But just watching, I've watched LaDonna's been pretty candid the last few days. Fuck, man. It's just like you go, yeah, I know you feel the same way, Dave. You and I were so insanely lucky to be touched. And when LaDonna's writing about the people that she worked with, on National Radio Day, and she tags you and I in with those people. That meant a lot to that me. That was cool because fucking Ladonna is great, but but for Hider who retired, uh, just awesome man. Just the coolest, just the absolute coolest. And I love her. Her husband Marty is just old school,
0: great, so mellow. It is so rare. She just like uh, you know you tell I tell kids all the time about baseball that. You know, someone taps you on the shoulder and says, it's time to go. Nobody yeah. walks away from this game on their own. Even yeah. Tony Gwynn, because of his knees, had to, had to give it up. Derek Jeter is like the only guy I can think of that said, I'm walking away. Yeah. She pulled the I'm walking away move, and that never happens. It, it was It's so rare that her career, her career went this way. I think it was 45 years.
1: That, right. and Dave, just been, insane. Who do you know where you go 45 years on the air, and they sound like they, it's 10 years in? Yeah. She sounded great. But as much of a talent as she is on the air, she's just that kind of person off the air. And the, and the thing is, and, and I know... She's the
0: female Vince Scully,
1: Dude, it's a business that will fuck you mentally. Yeah. I will tell you firsthand, Dave will tell you. And you start to look for people in that building that are not necessarily worried about themselves, but see it from big picture. And Hyder is one of those people. LaDonna is one of those people. And, and LaDonna is still there. Her and Teddy G killing it every day on, on Kogo in the morning sounded great. But Hyder uh, but was just that one that always believed in you. And I guarantee you, anybody who has worked with her at KFMB or Kogo or anywhere else along the way would say the same thing. And so when I saw that, I was so thrilled. Her and Marty are, are going back uh, to Phoenix but she'll be here for that radio reunion yeah, she puts together every year, which is great. And uh, a really, really fun party that, she, that Marilyn puts together and a bunch of old bitter fucks get together. Um, <laughs> it's just the angriest group of fucking people other than her. But, yeah, man, I, I, I hope she knows what she meant to me, what she meant to you, and what she meant to this show. Because, yeah, you talk about people, you go, fuck, I love that person, You genuinely mean it. Yeah, I absolutely mean it about Marilyn Hyder.
0: Before we go, do you think Larry Rothschild roots for this pitching staff to get lit up, get their tits lit every night now that he's not there? You know what I'm thinking about Dave right now?
1: I think I'm going to take that last check that that bald little fuck gave me and his string being buddy. I'm going to tell you, I've thought about this and time's never allowed me to do it. But I think I'm going to invest in a karaoke machine. (laughs) And it won't take much. Probably a glass of four roses. Get the old pipes warmed up. And now the end is near. So I... (laughs) Larry, are you okay down there? I'm getting to the chorus. Do I need to call your sister?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this show is terrible, dude. Terrible. Thank Hyder As nice as we <laughs> Sorry. can be. I could have ended the show right there. I had to give one more shot.
1: I'm a little dry because I've had a few too many bugles. <laughs> When I bit off <laughs> more than I could chew, Ow! God damn it, Larry! The dogs are barking. I swear, everybody says Paul Anker wrote this song for Sinatra, not Sinatra. I think he wrote it for me. He knew I got fucked in by the Cubs. I got fucked by the Yankees, and I got fucked by. What's his name? AJ? CJ? (laughs) Larry, you need to lay down. You are bright red. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thank you to John Conniff for the coolest shit ever. Johnny, you're great. Uh, Hey, John, thanks. Thanks, I got fired. (laughs) My house is brown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got fucking brown shag carpet living out here in fucking lakeside. Hey, Brian Curry, you sell houses out here? All right. Turn the volume down, Dave, to volume four. I'm going to bring it home. Once there were times. I'm sure you knew. Larry, for Christ's sake, it's a job. Nobody died. My soul died.
0: <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, everybody. Oh, shit. <laughs>
2: about things not to be reached, ended it all with the smoke on the beach, conversations out on the pier, always entertaining even before we could buy beer, walk to the park speak our minds, maybe talk the rock a couple of times,